Today is May 2nd, 2015, and you are listening to the 2v1 Podcast. Are you ready to receive chlamydia? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shit. I will go on record now and say I have not played anything this week. Josh, you've Big been surprise. pretty useless in the past couple weeks, I got to tell you. Minus actually like talking about recent events in the video well, game stuff. You know, that's, that's, that's why we still have you. That's why we haven't given you the boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, you're holding on by a thread. Yeah. You have the industry news anchor. Well, um, I quit. Obviously, I, I mean, I did a lot of playing Later. last week, so uh, I did have to cool the jets, especially with everything I have going on <laughs> right now. But um, <laughs> I did. I got a little bit in, especially I did make some time last night to get some snake eater in. And Nick, I was texting you about the end. Mm-hmm. And boy, did I love that. I don't remember a lot of the specifics of it. It was it was definitely my it was definitely my favorite boss battle so far. Um, basically, there's like three areas. One of those crazy Russian words I don't remember how to pronounce. And there's like a, a north, a west, and a south region or something like that. And he's sort of you have to what's oh, nice, right. There's a bunch of different ways that you can find where he is, but if you don't have thermal goggles, it would be a nightmare. And mm-hmm. I, I basically just had those on the whole time and because you, you can track his movement and his footsteps and everything. But it, like he's legitimately hard to spot. I mean, because he's real good, you know, blended into everything as he should be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might be able to see him far away, but it's one of those things. As soon as you see him, he sees you and, you know, he nails you. What the one nice thing is he doesn't hurt you. He only uses tranks and they take down your stamina and you can pull them out as soon as he hits you. So. That he's not hard. You just have to be diligent with him. But I didn't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really cool. And whenever you're chasing him around, and once you get some shots on him or whatever, whether it's from whether you sneak up on him or get him from long range, you know, he he throws like some sort of a flashbang thing and then keeps running. And then you just you just chase him around these different areas. And and sometimes, you know, he spawns, I guess, so to say, like a couple of times in different areas. But Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also didn't realize that you can get custom camos from all of the bosses. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't do any reading about the game prior to playing it. And whenever I was looking just to see how to beat this guy most effectively, I saw that. So I actually got his camo. That was my first boss camo. It was so funny. You, you're holding him up and he's lying down, you know, prone on the ground. And he's like, He's like, I don't think so, or something like that. And, you know, he says, and he's like, all right, fine, take it. And his camo just pops out. I love the <laughs> comical way that they do that. But, uh, and I also love how. Self-awareness. Yeah. And I love, it, yes, exactly. And I love his bulging eye when he looks down the scope. It, like, pops out of his skull. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous looking. But, and then the other funny thing was not not too long after that you go up to this like open mountain range area and it was actually it was a really cool environment but before you get up there you run down this tunnel right out of where you fight the end and you go to this ladder and i started climbing up it and it made me laugh because my lady friend woke up on the couch and uh she was like no it's okay i'll watch so i was like, i just kept playing and i'm climbing this ladder and climbing this ladder and climbing this ladder. Oh yeah! It was it was so long that they just started playing. They just started playing the theme song. Yeah, and I was like, "What is this?" It was the longest ladder in the United States. She was asleep by the time I got back to the top. Yeah, I actually remember that. 
yeah, it it was it was pretty entertaining. But it, it, it was a good length because it was funny. And then right when I was like, all right, I'm ready to get off this ladder. I got to the top. Like I was actually in the process of looking it up on the iPad because I thought for sure there was like it was like some mind game or something. And it wasn't. It was just a really, really tall ladder. <laughs> tall. Yeah. I wonder how long they spent playing around with the length of that ladder. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Does this feel too long? <laughs> yeah. They probably spent six hours on it. Yeah. <laughs> the ladder. It was an important part of the game. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience. <laughs> but uh, yeah, past that, and then I did get back to a little bit of Revelations, because, of course, you know, from the last podcast, Tommy and I got through a good portion of it, and... Uh, I was able to just, you know, we had that brilliant idea, wait, I can just stream it. And so I had my first Twitch experience just because I figured it would be easy to do that with him so he could see what's going on. And we did confirm the wild speculation from last time that you're basically replaying the maps as Barry and Natalia. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some differences and a lot of times it's like half of it you replay and half of it is unique to Barry's campaign or whatever you want to call it so and it's and it's still not bad i don't mind it it's 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 still been amazing uh i think we only have i think we only have one chapter left because each episode has two chapters and we did the last one for uh claire and moira and something pretty brutal happened which i actually was awesome we thought it was really cool so um yeah basically I was worried that something was going to come along and we were going to end up hating it, and it didn't. We we still love. There's one chapter to go, so you never know. But mm-hmm. it's still overall a fantastic, a really good experience. I like it, and I was hoping to announce this maybe on Twitter or something, but I completely, I just forgot to test it and everything. I still think they had, I think they had the whole thing on 360 for three dollars. At least that's what it looked like. But I think that Capcom sale is over. Yeah, I I don't even know if can we. Can we even fact check that? I, well, I mean, I could on the store, but well, well, here's the funny thing. I think, well, I know Microsoft has bad code. So I was on, <laughs> I was on the dashboard on 360 last night, and it said like Capcom publisher sale, and I clicked on it, and it went directly to this month's new stuff. I think it was just an outdated panel because oh. a couple of days ago when I clicked that same panel, it took me to all the Resident Evils. So thanks, Microsoft. Good job. Well, it is, it is only $10 at Walmart. Oh, then on that really does make sense. Man, that just... That's crazy. That is so crazy. I mean, I because love it. Because it really wouldn't have... It wouldn't have looked that much worse. Like, it would have no. looked not as good for sure, but... No. I. Oh, man, I can't get over that. That is so worth... To save so 20-some dollars. Yeah, that is so worth playing. If if anybody out there wants to get a, a look at Revelations 2, just get it on 360 for that price. You're, the whole The full thing is $10, Josh. Oh, that's the first Revelations. <laughs> oh, God. It's, you failed us. You yep. had one job. You had one job, Josh. Forgot there were two. Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind that. Scratch that idea. But I'll tell you one other thing that I did buy and I'm going to play and I'm real excited about is I got the the remake for 15 Oh, right. It was on sale. So, uh, pick that Re- up. Revelations 2 on 360 is like $40. <laughs> yeah. See, on Amazon. That's so stupid. It should be it should be 20 max when it's 40 on the one. Yeah. So well, I I I feel like that $3 had to be an episode. I know, but it's the only I agree with you. It just said full game 
And then I looked at the description and it was like, episode one is this, episode two is this, episode, and I was like, what? Is this real? <laughs> but we'll never know. Big mystery. Yep. Delayed. Our new our new thing will be announcing really good deals after they're no no longer available. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, this week, this is what you missed. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you can no longer buy. Feel bad about yourself. <laughs> uh, now you can no longer download the PT trailer. So if you missed, there it, you go. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> well, the more upsetting news about that is Silent Hills was canceled. That's so stupid, Josh. I, I want to know, I mean, I understand people are pissed, but there was nothing known about that game. Nope. Other than What's-His-Face from Walking Dead. Here's all Here's all I know. And Guillermo it, had, had something to do with it. Yeah. It, it was another Silent Hill title, and I still haven't watched any of PT, and I should. Cause it was amazing. It, it, dude, it has like these, ama- it's so critically acclaimed, so I need to make time for it. So all I it know is. It looks real. Hell, yeah, it's, so that, it's a playable teaser and it got game of the year nominations last year. yeah <laughs> that's yeah, so something that was so amazing and you know it's just gone so crap hate it i i feel like i wouldn't be surprised sometime down the road if konami was like let's make some extra money and people really like this so let's charge a couple dollars for it and bring it back yeah that's a good point actually yeah because yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's yeah. gross, but for how critically acclaimed that little bit of gameplay was, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know what's extremely gross is the forty dollars season pass for Arkham Knight? Yeah, uh. it's just what it's just going to keep going up in price for every game. Yeah, it's eventually. Uh. There's a lot of people very very upset with that. Because the the worst part about it is they didn't even say what's in it yet. Yep. They they said well, here's an nobody, idea of what you get, but no confirmations of anything. Nobody has a right to be upset until people stop buying them. Period. Yeah. I mean, or if you want to buy it, then don't be upset about it. Yeah. Or if you're planning on getting it, no matter what. That's like, like that's spending a hundred dollars on a video game. Yeah. Hey, they used to cost that much and more way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. but that, that was before anybody knew it. They, they were still flashy and new, and then they were like, okay, this isn't worth $100. Yeah. I can remember seeing old, brand-new SNES games in Bunby's house, digging them up after decades, and um, <laughs> not really decades, but you know, having those price tags li- literally you know, $79.99 for a lot uh-huh. or whatever. Just unbelievable. Yeah. It's it's hard to swallow today. Yep. But also those games have huge budgets. Mm-hmm. Especially something like Batman. Yeah. Which but, I still am going to buy and play. But the season pass thing is a little You know I'm the sure other thing won't even be the other thing anything. that's crazy price wise is that um from the old games, when you take inflation into consideration, it's even more money. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's I mean, that's a solid 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then the the stuff I'm talking about from just what I've heard with, like, the really old stuff, like, past Atari, all those weird systems, mm-hmm. that stuff was $100 plus oh for my those God. really crappy games. Yeah, I guess. Even so. though at the time it would have been amazing, I'm sure. Right. But still. Yeah, the prices I'm familiar with were just 
SNES. That's about as far back for me. Mm-hmm. For me to be cognizant of those sort of things. I was uh, I was thinking about the whole season pass thing yesterday because Josh, we briefly considered playing Destiny. Yeah. Um, and you were like, um, I think I'm over it. I am. I, I am. I don't. I don't even know if I care to play. I'll play the DLC, but I won't go haywire with it. Me either. Yeah. And that's what I'm mad at myself for. I mean, because I threw out all my principles anyway <laughs> and bought that season pass, but I didn't consider at the time, like. Am I even going to want to play this? By the time time everything comes out. Yeah. So that's the first and last season pass I'll ever buy. (laughs) And what about if Mass Effect had one? Uh, No. Which is inevitable, I'd say. It will, and I'm not getting it. I don't care. So you won't play the DLC for it? I I didn't play the DLC for three. True. Okay. Or uh, did I play all of twos? What was twos? What if what if there are multiplayer maps and modes in the no, DLC? nope, <laughs> I don't care. I because like I said, or we agreed, I think before, even if it's the exact same <clears throat> multiplayer, we will not play it as much as we played three. I, I s- wish we would. I we, I will but play we it won't. all the time. I'll play <laughs> it. Well, well, I won't. Uh, let's put it that way. I know I won't. So even if it's the exact same thing. I'll play it, but not near as much. No, probably not. How come? Just not as much time, or time and just I just don't see that happening. I guess because like multiplayer stuff, I hardly ever make time for anymore. And like we have things we can play together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't seem to happen. I guess time time is why. Yep. I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. Yeah, I mean. Me- ridiculous speculation right now but i i just won't i won't get it i like i like the addition of that trials of osiris thing that destiny's doing the hearthstone-esque sort of buy-in but i don't see how long i'll want to do that for me either i just don't see any any reason for me to keep playing that game Mm -mm. like to put as much time in it as i did yeah no which sucks because you could think about any game that way but I don't know. When I initially got I, super into Destiny, I just like. I think the thing is for Destiny, at least for me, is I want it to be better, and I want it. I want more options in the game. But since that's not existent, it, I don't really care to go to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like let's forget about this first one and then just see what happens with the yeah. series. Don't get me wrong; I love it. I love the time I spent with it, but kind of like dives off the deep end at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but I think yeah. I will play that castle game. I forget what it's called. The games with gold. Castle Storm. Castle Storm. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. I'll check it out. I saw the other random 360 title was Mafia Two. <laughs> yeah. I who remember? Like I played the first Mafia, and I actually kind of liked it because it had an okay story. I think mm-hmm. it was so long ago though. Gameplay wise, it was awful. <laughs> people, people can make fun of me, but I loved Godfather. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I didn't it, play any it, of those. It was all it was was a Godfather themed GTA, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's what Mafia yep. was. <laughs> so I liked it. I, I go ahead. I want to talk about games with gold versus PS Plus because it's an embarrassment. I think 
And I don't understand how Microsoft did not realize they just haven't realized it yet that their games with gold is just pure. It's just kind of well. Thank God wow. they're making improvements. I mean, first of all, they didn't they didn't used to have anything. First of all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't used to and have anything. That's they right. definitely the, the games are improving marginally, but they are improving. Like, I mean, do you remember well, some of the other stuff they were doing at the beginning? It it was literally like launch titles, like just garbage. Yeah, and now they have some some. I mean, I loved. The fact that they offered Army of Two, and I'm real sad that I won't be able to play that now because the only way I would play an Army of Two is, you know, with actual co-op with somebody else. And Yaley wasn't able to download it because he tried at 12.02 in the morning on the deadline. That sucked. <laughs> um, but ironically, because of a system update. But I mean, that's that's not that bad of an, of an offering. At least it's the most recent Army of Two and a, a multiplayer experience. You know, I don't know anything about the game. But I can live with stuff like that. But coming from a current gen standpoint, they give you all right. Castle Storm's cool. I like. Oh, that. Josh, but you're then, right about then that. Then they just roll I have over no defense cool for the current and they're gen like, offense. oh yeah, we'll just use the same game for two months straight. They've been rolling over and, games and that's every month. So stupid. I can't. I can't offer yeah. any uh, any praise for the current gen like, offerings. Like Alex, I don't know if you you saw this at all, but just to give you an idea, PS Plus. There are five PS4 games you get for free this month. Five. Yeah, that. I mean, correct me if I'm and wrong. Three of them. They have. Are like, aside from their hateful little time to trials, correct me if I'm wrong. They haven't given any full retail one titles on Games with Gold, right? Uh, no. Rayman, you could count. Yes, I. I. Mm, you I know, guess. and you know it's not fair. Yes, it is, and no, I don't count it. <laughs> like, I I don't count it either, just because. I don't have a good reason. I don't either. Well, I, I, I just, just don't, don't count it. And Josh, that's not unacceptable if PlayStation has. Five. Well, no, 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 no. Play, the PlayStation doesn't offer full retail titles either, but they offer it's always five okay. like solid indie games that people really enjoy, like Hohokam, which everyone I guess really enjoyed. Um, Waka Melee's on it this month, which I I really want to play that. Great, great yeah, Metroidvania. Nick, Nick loved game. that game. Yeah, yeah, um, it, it was awesome. Unfinished Swan, which I guess a lot of people really enjoyed. Eh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about it. And then there's a game called Ether One and Race the Sun, which I don't. don't um, those. I do. Praise I do sun. remember. It was either last. Yeah. <laughs> it was either last month or the month before that. Sony did only have a single game for PlayStation Plus. What? It. Yeah. It was. It was not that. It was last month or a month before. I'm pretty sure. I remember reading about it because we always talk about how much better it is. And I was like reading forums and whatever, and people were complaining because it was also a repeat game, like they had already offered it free before. I need to look. I need to. I need to fact. But I can't remember what it was called. So obviously we know nothing. All right, April. Speculation. Terrible. (laughs) But uh, April had two games. So there, yeah, maybe it was April because just three games, and one was a a Ara's Awakening, which people liked. Was that was that what you're talking about? April? Was it mm, I don't know. I I don't know. I could have sworn it was one. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. But I guess the only other thing I was gonna say in a tiny defense for Microsoft, which is ridiculous, but I'll play devil's advocate. Um, Sony has a much much better deal with indie games. Like that was their thing yes. going into this generation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they probably have more. 
licenses or rights to offer more free games but, where Microsoft doesn't. And that's Microsoft's fault for not caring yes, as much as I, Sony did. Yeah, I know. But there is a reason yeah. behind it. Like, it's not just, oh, we don't want to give you free stuff. Uh, they don't like, get that, that isn't why. But they but they ha- they still have the stuff they could offer for free. I, I think, yeah, I think they... Well, they they don't really have a back cat. Like they can't bring 360 games to Xbox One, so that's a that's not an option. And then them not having as many deals with indie developers really narrows down their options. I, I'd I, rather them offer one full retail title for free a month. But like, how far can they go back? It's only been out for two years. I think I like that. That's yeah. pretty recent to be start starting offering full retail games in in my opinion no I like guess. what would they offer what, what would about you like those like I, I mean launch titles stuff like rise or whatever yeah i was just gonna yeah. say do you want rise i'd play rise because <laughs> that game looks rise like shit <laughs> okay i wouldn't even care. i'll be the first to admit to you it's not it's not even like a it, it is more of a principle thing for me i would like knowing that they're doing that even if i weren't playing them yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because there's, there's literally nothing that was at launch that I can even think of that I'd Same. want to play. Do, do you know what I want for free? I want Shadow Warrior for free. Because I want to play that game, but I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> well, it probably will be someday. Hopefully. Because it's been out. That's been out for a while, mm. I think. Yeah, the I one had it. one good launch game. Dead Rising. I forgot. They should. That's, and that's a... Isn't that a... See, if that was offered for free, I think that would be really crazy. Yeah, and I sort of don't expect that. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Wasn't there... Isn't there a a Dead Rising arcade game? Yeah, they have some sort of weird thing. They they, I don't know if it's still on sale. Super extra superior. Yep, yep. Actually, it reminds me of our one podcast episode title. (laughs) But... um, it looked, uh, that actually looked really it did. fun. And they offered that. It's like a and fighting they also game. had like a season pass and stuff, and a whole bunch of it was on sale, and I'm not buying any of it, but yeah, it looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you want to spend your money on anything, you guys can break out your PS3s and buy the, uh, uh, the Last of Us DLC for free for, t- or for $10 if you want to do that. I'm sure Nick Wait, will buy jump it for on that. free it's, for ten dollars. Buy it for ten dollars. I don't know why it's so free, but it's it's standalone. <laughs> buy it for free for ten dollars. I think I'd rather burn ten dollars than ever put money towards <laughs> Last of Us anything. I'd smoke ten dollars. Yeah. Ten ones, ten I'd singles. Some someone just made a. I'll just read the headline: The Last of Us reimagined as a TV series. So someone took all the best parts and just made it into a, a TV show you could watch, which I kind of see how that turned out. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of, I wish I wish I could have experienced that story say, without Nick, that's playing. That's probably what he wanted from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah that would have been great. He come he comes out and says he he wanted to share the Last of Us story with people who didn't really want to play the game or had time to play it. So good good guy, internet stranger. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening. Yep, he is. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I got some games okay let's hear it plural this time i got nice. some games <laughs> um i bought a roguelike like game on steam called crypt of the necrodancer i love um, the name i'm prepared to like it right yeah it, it's uh it 
it was an early access game, which we briefly talked about last week, and I will continue to talk about after this. <laughs> it was an early access game, so you could buy it at like before it's complete and help the development of it, sort of, by giving feedback and whatever. I was on board with this game from the beginning because it has a really awesome soundtrack, and the soundtrack is integrated into the gameplay. So it's it's a 2D top-down dungeon crawler with a randomized dungeon. Um, it's very similar to Spelunky, uh, but with the music, you have you have to move in time with the beat. So if you don't if you don't move at the right time, you like you like pause, and the whole game is based around this. Like the enemies are moving at a beat, they move in set patterns based on the beat. So if you mess up like that, that's how you take damage. And it's it's actually a lot of fun just trying to time things. I just I picture a bunch of people waltzing across the map and it sounds really funny. You, like <laughs> it's funny because some of the enemies are like animated as if they're dancing. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like and and also just take into account the name Crypt a crypt, so you're in a cave or whatever underground. And then Necrodancer, and it's just like skeletons and zombies and whatever, and they're like dancing and trying to attack you. It's it's really funny. I I love that's such a fresh thing. It is, and it has all like the gameplay uh, hooks like other roguelikes. Like it's it's similar to Spelunky in that it's randomized like that. You get items as you're going through that help you significantly. There's a shop you can buy stuff from that has randomized items again. You can't kill the shopkeeper like in this unlike <laughs> unlike Spelunky. But uh and then also it's a little like Rogue Legacy where you make progress in terms of items and your stats through each playthrough. Man, because obviously so you only get one life. Yeah. Rogue Legacy is great. Yeah. It's it's basically Castlevania with with the roguelike thing where you only get one life. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Alex, all of the enemies in Rogue Legacy are based on Castlevania enemies. That's fantastic. Like, all the different variations of the skeletons and right. uh, all that stuff. That's it's sweet. awesome. The armor, the armor sets. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Um, I didn't want to get it in early access because I was afraid of early access. So it just recently released... It's it's a full game now, so I was like, okay, I'm buying it. And uh, the music is done by the same guy that did music for Super Meat Boy. So again, that was another reason. Yeah, that's right up your alley. Because Super Meat Boy had an amazing soundtrack. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It was definitely worth buying. Um, and I kind of feel like I should have supported it in early access, but at least it made it to a full release. So and at I, least you I, ended up supporting it so, anyway. Yeah, I still bought it anyway. So it was yeah, $13 so. for the release, right, you said? Right. And how much was it early access? I think it was still $13. Okay. So that's, I mean, be- that's understandable. Because that's how how early access works is if you're willing to pay the that price up front, you just get the game. Yeah. Like when it's done. Um, oh, so you get them both. Well, it's it's the it was the same. It was you were just basically playing it at like a beta stage where only pieces of the game were complete. Yes. And then once it fully released, you still you just had the full game. Okay. So that leads into my next game, which 
I just said how I was afraid to back early access games. Ooh, I know, but, what you're, I know what this one is. But yeah, I think you do. Yeah. I, I did. I did my first one <clears throat> last night. Um, and it's a random one. Super random. Very random. It's a racing game. <laughs> uh, I love rally racing games. Um, ever since I first got to play them on Gran Turismo 3, which I've always had like a, an interest in racing games, but in recent years I haven't played them much because for whatever reason, as I got older, I lost a little bit of interest. I think as a kid, I just had so much time, which is what racing games require, especially simulation games like Gran Turismo, that I could just sink hours and hours and hours into them. But Gran Turismo near like... I don't know, way at the end of the career part, you unlock rally racing, which I had never even heard of because I was like 10. Rally racing is so cool to me just because it's insane. Like people are going super fast on mountain roads with no railings. The roads are just wide enough for a single car. Mm -hmm. And then also you have no, almost no traction. Yeah. Like you're, you're, driving around in dirt and mud and gravel and whatever. And I love that. So I played a couple rally games through the years that I absolutely adored. Um, the stuff in Gran Turismo, Rally Sport Challenges, those were original Xbox. It um, was dirt, uh, dirt rally game? The first dirt I'm counting as one, although it's it's considered an arcade rally racing game instead of a simulation. Okay. The, the first dirt was awesome and i loved it and that was recent enough that because that was 360 and ps3 yep that I, that I was still enthralled by it mm -hmm. and i was looking forward to more of those but dirt 2 and 3 all of a sudden turned into these weird like x game influenced arcade racing games where you weren't really doing rally stuff they just happened to be rally cars on dirt tracks. And that was it. Like you were doing circuits against other cars and trick stuff. And it just didn't make sense where I always think of rally as point to point, like time trials. And so I got this early access game, which is another dirt series entry just called dirt rally uh, PC only because it's early access. Um, but it's by the same people that have been making dirt and they originally made simulation racing games way back in the day where that was all you did was you managed your car, you managed a team and you just had to go point to point and get a good time. And I've been wanting that for so long. And as soon as they just randomly dropped this on early access, they, they just kind of were like, oh, here, this is available now. There was no build-up to it. Nobody knew about it. It just it, it just appeared on the Steam store. And I was on board immediately. Like, I told Josh as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm really considering buying this mm -hmm. because this is what I've wanted for a long time because I was so disappointed with Dirt 2 and 3. So I bought it last night, and I'm totally glad I did because it already has a bunch of content. Uh, I was afraid it wouldn't have much to do since it's an early access game and who knows when it'll actually be complete, but, um, it's cool. And I'm glad I did. It was $30. So I, 
So I'll have the game now for $30. I don't know if that price will increase when it actually comes out. But that like locks you in then. Yep. Yeah. So and and you can it'll be interesting to be a part of the development cycle, yeah, I guess. For sure. Because they'll constantly be updating it and they'll listen to feedback. And there will be much more feedback from like crazy fans than me who will probably hopefully make it better. So that that's going to be cool and I'm really looking forward to it. And it's cool to be playing a racing game again. I don't I don't know why it's just something different that I haven't spent time with in yep. like 5 years. Yep, I'm the same way cuz I think I've told you this before. <clears throat> I do need a racing fix from time to time, but yeah. it, it seriously might be once every 2 or 3 years. I played yeah, the, like, uh, I played Need for Speed on the PS4 or whatever the new one's called. Ri- the, Rivals maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it was good. It, it's an open world racing yeah, game. Yeah, I, I've mm-hmm. never... My least favorite <clears throat> Need for Speed, I think, was Pro Street. But, um, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed pretty much all of the ones i played. See, I can't do simulations. I do not like Sims. Half the so, arcade. that's what I was just going to talk about was the Sims stuff. I haven't really played a simulation racer other than Gran Turismo. Which, Gran Turismo never had damage, so I don't know how it was a simulation. (laughs) I mean, you could mess with your engine and stuff, and in the longer races, you had to change your tires and whatever. But when I think simulation, I think, like, down and dirty, literally every aspect of anything. The vehicle, your crew working on your car, upgrades, all that stuff. Tiny little changes that you can adjust, like your steering. Even though I don't do any of that, I think it's really interesting. And this game also, because it's a simulation, you can't just you can't just take a turn wrong and be okay. You'll flip or ruin your car immediately. And I had this instance last night where I was like pushing the limit and flooring the gas and trying to take this turn fast to get a good time. I barely went off the road and hit the tiniest little bump, and my car did a complete roll, barrel roll mm-hmm. and then went off a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, was, it was like that tiny little split second of error led to catastrophe. And I thought, I think that's so interesting. That, like okay. I said, that's one of the coolest things about rally racing in general is how these drivers are able to keep control of this super fast car in insane conditions and just the the thought of imminent death from the tiniest little mistake yeah yeah and like the the one where i went flying off the mountain like i always liked in a rally sport challenge had a good thing where if you had a really bad wreck it would just zoom out and show a replay of your car just getting annihilated Mm -hmm. and i only saw that once last night when i was playing and it just showed my car. It was almost like that iconic Dukes of Hazard scene <laughs> where they just show the car like launching off. Of I know whatever. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And that is exactly what mine looked like. It was this shitty little car, like the starting car flying off a mountain and then just right into all these trees. And <laughs> it was like in real, it was in slow motion. And then I just, I was, I lost the championship. Like there was a there was a set of four races. This was the second race 
and it happened in the second race and I lost. I had to stop. It Nick, made it Nick, forced me out of it. You can't blame it on the car when you're bad at video games. Uh, well, dude, this game's hard as hell. I'm I'm definitely bad at it. I won't <laughs> I know I, I won't to get, lie I had about to get that. it in this episode. <laughs> you can keep getting it in every episode. I know you're going to just because. I'm not just gonna throw them in though. I have to actually it has to it be has a, to occur an, natural. A, an appropriate time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally bad at this. I, I will be the first to admit. And I, I've always thought it would be cool to play with the racing wheel, but I'm definitely not going to buy a racing wheel for this game. Um, so playing with a controller, it's hard to make like really tiny uh, adjustments in steering. So like I could feel when I'm playing, if I'm pushing the analog stick too quick, I'll like spin the car out sometimes. So it's going to yeah. be tough to get used to. That, I started that was getting a little, better at it. That was a little gimmicky thing for me whenever I played the 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 rebooted most wa- need for speed most wanted remember when i had that wireless uh-huh. steering wheel yeah it was I'm, sweet I'm, i know pe- people get really into that stuff yeah like, I, I actually especially with simulation style games yeah i appreciated the technology like it was a, a solid wheel and it was really cool but at the end of the day it's it definitely was still more difficult and then I just ended up switching over to just using the controller. But I used it for a while, and, and it was fun. And it was a cool thing to show people, uh-huh. you know, who'd never, uh, especially since it was wireless, I guess, made it a pretty cool experience. There, There's, like, crazy setups that people get. Like, you can get a, a certain type of chair yeah, <laughs> and, and integrate the wheel into that and, like, shifting and all that stuff. I thought it was really sweet. I mean, not who, what average person has this capabilities, but I remember on who knows maybe it was a pgr it might have been project gotham racing 4 but i liked how it had the option to if you had three consoles and three tvs Uh and three discs you could link them together and set them up almost like what you would picture like a cockpit in an airplane and then you could have you would have you could see off to the left see off to the right and the front of you i mean and i saw it one time I don't know where I saw it, but I definitely saw it in person somewhere, and it was a really, really cool thing. I had it in my apartment last year. Uh, okay, but <laughs> but I mean, you know, for a last gen setup, that's pretty cool. Let alone, I can't imagine what something like that would look like today. It would be well, really cool. There, there's this whole side of simulation stuff that you prob- probably don't know about. Uh, yeah, it's totally like, disassociated with the, yeah, the running is... board. Running board, what, like the thing where you you what are you talking simulation like? In general, or just racing? Well, racing or um, pl- plane, like yeah. plane, airplane, okay. and helicopter well, no. and stuff well, like mind. simulators like about, that. No, I was talking about the uh, like you can wear the VR goggles, but they have this other oh yeah stand not... on where you can actually run. So yeah, no, that's run. not what I'm talking about. No, like the um, the simulation stuff I always see, like Giant Bomb. One of the guys on Giant Bomb is real into this stuff, and you can get. Like you said, Alex, you can get that like cockpit view. Yeah. And then there's also this technology you can wear on your head. It you you like attach it to a hat called track IR, I think. Where when you turn your head, you turn in game. Mm, that's and, sweet. And all of all of that stuff. And like whenever you're simulating like launching a helicopter, which I think that's so cool that there are games that exist where you can learn to fly real vehicles yeah i mean real pilots after all use the same stuff yeah yeah so like you can do all of that stuff and you have to learn how to launch the plane and whatever like all the the procedure you have to go through to do that and i i have a feeling you could probably do that with 
dirt and like these i know you can do it with f1 racing games like you can wear all that stuff and have your racing wheel and be totally into that like i think that's so cool it's just i the people that put out that expense Mm -hmm. like that's crazy but if you're really into it i guess i don't know i i can't imagine trying to shift in a racing game like, I, I barely even can grasp how to drive a manual car anyway. <laughs> and then trying to do it, trying to do it in game while trying to navigate a course, let alone people that do this in real life <laughs> in racing. Right. But, but like in dirt, it's, it's in the cockpit view all the time. So like you're watching, you can see your driver shifting and accelerating and hitting the brake. Like you can see his feet hitting everything. And, just trying to manage all of that and then barreling down a mountainside at a hundred miles an hour. Like what? how, how does that work? That's a good, that's a fair question. It blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Well, I, uh, this, <laughs> I like this it. was a, a quick, another piece of media tangent. I wanted to real quick touch on, cause I didn't talk to you guys about it and I didn't want to interrupt you during your crypt of the neck road dancer, but now right. I got it right. Um, you, I had mentioned how, what a fresh experience that was. And that reminded me of something really fresh that I experienced. Okay. Did you guys ever hear about that movie called Snoop, Snowpiercer? Yeah. I I, I just watched it. I didn't, I just tell you guys I watched it last weekend. Yeah. How did I miss that? I brought that up a long time ago. I, yeah, Josh watched it a while ago. I totally didn't realize that. I apologize. Yeah. Um, Great movie. Not a very good ending. Yeah, yeah, I have some I, things to I say. Mean. I'm guessing you watched it, Alex. Yeah, I just watched it a couple nights ago, and I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, Alex, remember, I think we brought it up on the podcast. I was talking about this, the slow insertion of knives, how they make me uncomfortable. And I, said I there absolutely was remember that. That that happened yeah. with, and it was, it was that. Yeah, there was one. Shirt. And I do, mm-hmm. yeah, actually, it was with one of the coolest characters that, like, yeah. I don't want to just randomly throw out some ethnicity. I, for some reason, I would pay, he looked like South American or something, but he was real cool. Yeah, yeah. With all the tattoos yes, all over. Yes, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then in that case, I'm just an asshole and I don't know anything. But yeah, whole, I loved that movie. I absolutely. And the the coolest thing I thought about it in general was every single train and or every single train car and what it looked like inside. They were, it was mm-hmm. just like different worlds. Yaley was the one that recommended the movie to me. And oh, so when I I'll recommend honest, movies, you, like, no one takes it into account, huh? Well, we don't because your recommendations <laughs> are ridiculous usually. <laughs> That's true. Um, hey, sometimes I have good ones. Sometimes. Uh, halfway halfway through the movie, I, I, I was enjoying it, but I wasn't enthralled with it. And it, it legitimately is like there's right at the halfway point. I want to say it was like an hour and five minutes or something like that. But something happens, and it was like... I just went, I just did a dive bomb over a cliff and I fell in love with it and I was so into it. And hmm. it was definitely, if I had to pick, obviously it has, in, it draws influences from so many other dystopian movies and things like that. But the one thing I could not uh, help but come back to was it, it was so Bioshocky to me. Yeah. It was, it was just like another installation of Bioshock to me. I mean, everything from the plot to the atmosphere the music, just everything was so much like that. And I, man, I just can't sing its praises high enough. And one other random uh, thing about it, I don't know if you're familiar off the top of your head with what he looks like, but John Hurt, 
he's mm-hmm. the guy. He's the one who played Gilliam. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think it was such a cool, like, homage to him because he's been used for really important dystopian works, maybe even more than these. But, of course, he was the protagonist in 1984. Uh, Winston. Oh, right. That was him. Then he was the antagonist in V for Vendetta. He was Chancellor Sutler. And then, uh, two-second spoiler alert, he was a little bit of both in uh, in Snowpiercer. So I thought it was so cool that they... It, it's just like giving a head nod to this guy who was in, like, two really, really important, you know, film works as far as dystopian movies go beforehand. I thought that was awesome. You know they're making... They're uh, redoing Blade Runner. Yeah, whatever. that's weird. It after reading the after reading the book that that is based on, it, the movie was a pretty pretty good adaptation of it. Mm-hmm. But Alex and I have talked about this before, just between ourselves. It depends when what mood you're in when you're watching. That is Blade so Runner. true. Because be not a, unlike a pissy video game, I was game about mood. to say pissy movie. It's, <laughs> well, it's it's not though because you could even be really excited to watch it, and you might be like, "Why did I just waste two hours?" I, that's a good point, this? Nick. It's sort of like an opposite effect, actually. But if you're also, I don't know what even mindset to say you need to be in. But the first time I saw that movie, I thought it was amazing, and then watching it the second time, I was like, "Wow, there's a whole lot of nothing that happens in this." And it's because it's based on a very short story. Yeah. And so, they were just trying to squeeze as much out as they could. Heck, yeah. Like, they, they really kind of had to, to make it a movie, yeah. you know, it had to have extra things thrown in. But we actually had, like, a little running joke for a while. And that's where Kurtz and I coined the term Blade Runner Syndrome. Because <laughs> the very first time we tried to watch that movie, I don't know... I want to say, I don't think we like turned it off, but I think we just fell asleep and then I didn't worry about, I don't, I probably did not watch it in full until I watched it with you, Nick. But Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I did. Any, anytime something happened in life that was boring or if, if quote unquote, nothing happened, th- then, then it was said to have Blade Runner syndrome. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Nick, that's so, after, um, do androids dream of electric sheep, right? Yeah. That's right. Uh, Josh, that's the next thing I was going to bring up is what was the name of it? And I'm so, so mad I couldn't come yeah, up with it. It's so a the whole book. Yeah, the whole name of that book is based around, like, th- there's a major aspect of that book, which is there are no animals. There there are barely any animals left on Earth. And they're a commodity, and rich people own living animals. Even if it's something insane, like a sheep, it's it's coveted. Yeah. And it, it it's a small thing but it at really adds to that whole universe and that doesn't exist in the movie no they don't there's do nothing about that, that in the movie so i don't know speaking of 2v1 movies, dystopian section i i did want to say real quick about snowpiercer i guess i'm surprised you loved it alex cuz i was very lukewarm on it ah man i See, just I, really I really enjoyed it loved it up to the ending i didn't think the ending really was anything special i thought the ending was absolutely awful yeah. but really the only stuff i liked about it were just specific scenes yeah and the idea as a movie i didn't think it was that entertaining the i thought the minister's fate was incredible yeah because most movies you get really mad and you're like, why aren't you just taking care of this now? And it got to a point where that was taken care of, and 
what's 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 the guy's name? is it chris evans yes yeah Captain he America. was just like no right, you're done that the uh <laughs> the dark the dark scene where everything goes dark was terrifying. yes and they bring like, out the torches imagine uh, that happening yeah Ugh. uh-huh Ugh. yeah see that's what i mean like that that's a scene that that i would that was really cool like how it was filmed mm-hmm. and and the action and everything and those guys just wearing black hoods. Yeah. It, it, yes, and th- see, that was the first part in the movie that I thought was, like, really silly, but also endearing. Because it was, I don't know, it was just very, very cool. I, did, I really enjoyed that when they came out like that. I kind of want to go see The Avengers tonight. I forgot that came out. I'm so behind on Marvel movies. It's, it's not it's worth awful. $20 for a ticket. I'm, yeah, yeah, seriously. Screw the movies. Yeah. I'll wait what, a, what, a, what a racket. The, the Assassin's Creed movie starts uh, filming in September, so that's really exciting. Whatever. Hey, phase bender. <laughs> oh, that's true. Now I'm interested again. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I, I was I was just about... You're one step ahead of me this whole podcast, Josh. I was just about to ask who it was, and same same with me, Nick. I didn't care, and never mind, <laughs> now I do care. You know, I, I only brought this up months ago that he was playing Ezio. I know, we talked about it, but I didn't remember because it's Assassin's Creed, and who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like the story in, is nothing and the movie has a very good chance of being nothing yeah. I'll, I'll just see it because I idolize Michael Fassbender or whatever he's yeah. he's the man the... He, he, you know he's probably uh, he and Christoph Waltz are without question two of my favorite actors may be my favorite actors have you seen the trailer for the new Tarantino movie Crazy Eight Hateful Eight Hateful Eight or whatever yeah there's a trailer for it I think it's like a teaser sort of trailer. Sort of Are you thing. serious? I had no idea. No, I haven't seen it. No, I didn't. I don't know. Indeed, indeed. I'm never up on movies anymore at all. I, yeah, I rarely am too. And that's that's. it was one of those recommendations. He was like, please watch it. And I did. And then I was like, Bioshock. And then it was good. So <laughs> it Yeah, Bioshock out. is interesting. I didn't think about that. The uh, two best stories to come out of this week, though, back on a video game track is... Uh, <laughs> okay. D4 Season 2 is being worked on, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. Not confirmed to be released. <laughs> uh, b- well, please be excited for it, according. Yeah. I, I know, but... Yeah. Yes, that's right. You H- can his... get excited about anything. That please, doesn't say anything. Please be excited. Yeah. And uh, ukulele. Yes. That which, is super exciting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, did that already... I want to see what that Kickstarter is at right now. Did it? Okay. I, I this know is it was what... way over. I know nothing about this, so enlighten me. It is we we touched on it a couple podcasts ago. It's the uh, old rare. I know guys, the name. The old rare wow. guys, uh, new banjo kazooie predecessor or not predecessor What's successor. Yeah, spiritual successor. Spiritual successor. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, they started a ki- they they started their Kickstarter yesterday, and they met the goal within forty minutes, and it is currently now. Uh. I have to do some conversion because they're British. I thought about um, backing it. I did too, but I also am worried about what it'll be like. Isn't it? Uh, isn't it PC only? Or no, it's everything. I could. They're planning everything. I could have sworn looking at the like what you put on their towards. Kickstarter. It, on their Kickstarter, they are planning to do everything. Okay. Um, it is currently at a mil a million and a hundred twenty thousand dollars. And they only and wanted what two hundred seventy-five k. Their their goal was two hundred seventy-five thousand, and it started yesterday. <laughs> when are we starting a million-dollar Kickstarter? 
uh, today. Okay, I'll get it set up. Two v one Kickstarter. Okay, what, cool. what is it? What are we doing? Uh, well, know. we're just gonna ask for money. Yeah, and we, then uh, we're gonna keep it. We can't deliver anything. Or <laughs> promise anything. But yeah, they're they're doing another Banjo Kazooie, basically. But like, how many? Like twenty years later, and what? What is a 3D platformer going to be like yeah. today? Well, they did bring up the point that they don't really exist right now in this generation. So That's kind of for a reason. Well, unless people do want to go back and play one. We'll see. I, like, my, my problem with it is those games were based completely around collecting things, which is what I don't want to do anymore in games. Really. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. It'll be um, like I'm really excited about it, but I'm not gonna jump on board immediately. I'm gonna see. I want to see what it actually is and plays like. <laughs> but I think it is just gonna be one of those classic, classic style platformers where you're just running around grabbing stuff, and there's nothing really else. You know to what? It. Sometimes I want that though. Just a game that you don't have to think about. You just. I, yeah, I, there's no really set objectives and it's just it's refreshing. yeah i guess and and it'll look really pretty too because it'll be you know current current generation graphics yeah. i don't know it it's cool i'm glad it i'm glad it got backed immediately um and we'll do we'll see i guess yep and i i think it's hilarious that they are just so so going for banjo because like not even trying to be any different at all. It it is exactly the same thing. Like, yeah, they say characters. they say spiritual successor, but it's a successor with a different name. <laughs> yeah, it, they they just have to change the characters because they don't own the rights to them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And speaking of indies, um, I'm beyond excited hearing that. And maybe this was already a set thing, but Mighty Number no. Nine is coming out to Xbox. I, I thought it was going to be a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, is it coming to PC too? Yes. Okay. It, it uh, launches September fifteenth, and I will probably buy that day one. I never had a Mega Man. Oh, Mega Man love. 10. Oh. On SNES, Josh. Yes, I. Hell yes, man! The game was amazing. So I will be playing that for sure. I I had a Mega Man on NES <laughs> forever ago. Yeah. And I was way too young, and it was impossible. And then I never played any any other ones, so I don't have I don't have reverence for it. But it'll be interesting, I guess. NES is a console that I have to wait until I'm rich and retired at thirty, and <laughs> at thirty, <laughs> then I will be getting one like a functioning one. And there are just so many important roots of games that I need to play on that. Just 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 because Metal Gear, you, uh... especially Zelda's links. Well, you, I mean, you can, can't you play those on... Yeah, you can play them. Oh, yeah, now. there's a hundred different ways I can play them otherwise. I think it'd be cool to play on the console if possible. But you're right. I mean, I can always emulate them. Hell, there's yeah, probably I, I think... could do something on my phone if you can play Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. I, 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 uh... I miss the boat on collecting any of that stuff, so I will never now go back and... and yeah, you know what? That's a good point from the there, physical there's standpoint. There's just kind of no point. God, if they weren't so expensive, I could just get the the Game Boy Advance versions. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like if you just want to play the game, like like 
like you said, there's a million other oh, avenues God, like, you might play the game. You might even be able to buy them on the DS store, whatever that's called, on your DS. Uh, you, the, the Alex's DS does not have access to that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I just have a DS Lite. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Anything Crash and that. burn. Um, but yeah, those those old the NES games are definitely on the DS store. All right, th- there's there's going to be easier ways to play them then. They are they are missing SNES games, which I still have never understood That's why. That's the dumbest thing ever. The only re- the only thing you can buy. Console. Yeah, the only thing you can buy those on is the Wii. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll get my brand new sealed Wii that's just sitting in my closet. Wait, <laughs> why do you have a sealed Wii? A Wii U or a Wii? A regular Wii because I just randomly the day like Either the day or the week they announced that they stopped producing them, I just decided I wanted to get a brand new original Wii. So I did. <laughs> it was cheap. I, I paid like $160 for it. No tax. Craigslist. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think the Wii minis now are like $100 new at Walmart or something. That's awesome. I still got to get a Wii U. Someday. Whenever. <laughs> that I've been talking about for... Yeah forever um this is more of a question for nick but did you see there is a new dragon ball season coming out yeah i'm gonna watch it uh, i don't know but it's the original guy that like did the story um so that's really cool i'd still like to watch those one day but that's a big undertaking it is a huge undertaking and as an adult i do not see you liking it Yeah. yeah if you if you didn't watch it as a kid you're not gonna get into it now I'd be surprised if you did. I mean, go ahead. You try it, but that was that was such a great time to be a kid. Like when that was airing on Cartoon Network every day after school. That was like the best thing to look forward to. Hmm. I'm that's why I'm like kind of I'm interested in a new season, but again, I like it because of nostalgia. What is it going to be like now? <laughs> it'll be. I think it'll be kind of hard to get into. Yep. But we'll we'll see. Yeah, I I don't know. I thought it was just interesting. When when did the last season come out? How long has it been? Um, pff, I don't know. Fifteen years ago. Oh, that long. Yeah. Wow, I, okay. It was a long time because it was it was aired in Japan like pretty far in advance to us. Because the internet wasn't as big, so it wasn't it wasn't like immediately available in a different in English like it is today. So we had to wait. Um and then they did the spin off series Dragon Ball GT, which is not canon technically, and it was only like two seasons or something, and it was really weird. So I think they're just they're obviously abandoning that with this new thing. And even GT was a while ago. Yeah, I saw that and figured I'd bring it up. Yeah, it's cool. Like, that's that's really cool. I like that all these old things are coming back all of a sudden. Yeah, it just really depends on if they're actually good or not. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, I like the idea of it, but who knows if they're going to be worth anything. Yeah, so. Who knows? Did either, I'm assuming no, but. Either of you happen to watch the Just Cause trailer that nope. came out? Okay, I I don't really care. I know it's crazy, but I'm not really worried about playing it. Yeah, that I and played Mad a demo Max for the first game. Came out. That's all this week, 
and they both look fantastic. Mad Max just looks amazing. I was weary of that when they first announced it, what, like a year ago? But I heard it's like a Fallout. It, it's like a Fallout meets a Batman. <laughs> well, <laughs> what? Well, like Batman, <laughs> like gameplay, like fighting mechanics. Oh, man. But post-apocalypse let's, world. Let's not do anything new. In a post-apocalypse, new. like Fallout, and you have, you like, it's an open wasteland. There's also, like, racing, like a dirt-style racing aspect to it. and uh, It's, it's going to be Rage. Mm, that's yeah. right. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. The game that I bought and just returned before I even opened it because I just wasn't worried about it. It was fun. Good call. It was, it was, it was really cool and oh, yeah. terrible at the same time. It wasn't bad. I just, I saw enough whenever I watched you guys playing and at full price, I just ended up deciding it wasn't for me. I remember it yeah, looking that, amazing. Plus, it looked horrible on PS3. <laughs> actually, that was a birthday gift and I ended up just returning. With, of course, the permission of the gifter. <laughs> um, I just returned that and got Dead Rising 2 off the record. And I think at the time, Microsoft points. So it ended up being just a wash there. But you guys know how much time I got out of off the record. So that was a worthwhile mm-hmm. trade for me. Yeah, where Rage was like maybe 10 hours yeah. long. Off the record was still my favorite. Um, Dead Rising, like with no close competition. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> the Wolfenstein game comes out this week. I forgot all about that. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was this week. It's the fifth. That's, nice. Yeah. Not going to spend $20 on it. Is it 20 I don't know if it is $20. I'd, if it was 10 Not going to spend it. $15 on it. <laughs> $10 is my price point for it. 10 maybe, I'd consider. I don't even I don't know what it's called. Old Blood. Old Blood. Old Sauce. <laughs> well, um, as we're wrapping up here, I just wanted to... Bucks. Get a, a quick shout out and thanks to the Night Stalkers gaming community. They uh, they're one of those groups of guys uh, that I that I talk to online, and they have us posted on their website. You know, just a little bit of gamers supporting gamers. So uh, and I just wanted to uh, point Thank some you. direction in their way. And their uh, website is let me see here. I'm gonna bring it up. Uh, nsgcgaming.com so I know they do uh, like a lot of they're they're real active and I see them always talking about playing stuff together and everything so uh, and one of the biggest topics of course is Destiny because I see a lot of that but um, yeah just wanted to give them a quick shout out and thanks for posting us and our podcast on their website cool thanks Um, I need to bring this up because I just laughed to myself and I don't know why I was looking at the prices of Old the old blood Wolfenstein, um, mm-hmm. it is twenty dollars, but it lists like all like the different currency types, and one is NZD, and I immediately the first thing that came to my head was Nazi dollars. <laughs> I don't know what that is. NZD. I don't. It either. sounds like it. That New sounds Z- like a reasonable New, New uh, Zealand dollars. It's forty dollars hmm. though, and whatever that it is. It might be New Zealand. Yeah, we we complain about prices all the time, but when you convert other countries' prices to USD, they get. They get murdered, especially Australia. Yeah, what things cost? Yeah, it is NZD. Yeah, Australia, that is New Zealand dollar. Yep, Australia is super expensive. So that's probably what that is. Yeah, that you just said that, Alex, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Well, so that makes sense. Here, here's the uh, the two v one podcast fact of the week: one one New Zealand dollar is equivalent to three quarters of a U.S. dollar. <laughs> you are now more intelligent. I'll forget it. Wait, how <laughs> much was you next week? <laughs> okay, never mind. It, three, quarter, three quarters. Three quarters of a U.S. dollar. I, I know. 
trying yeah, to Yeah, it was a bad joke. Okay. Just get out. Oh, boy. <laughs> I must have missed it. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. It's time to wrap up. I yeah. think it is, too. Once you start talking about New Zealand dollars, that means it's time to end the podcast. Not Nazi dollars. <laughs> when we're on the complete other side of the world. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining this week. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thank you. I said, are you ready? Not the clap. I'll give are you, you ready clap. for Go the back. clap like chlamydia or gonorrhea? Are you ready to receive chlamydia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you know what? That's going to have to be either a closer or an intro. No, I already decided that's an intro. <laughs> don't, don't worry. I decided. <laughs> that that will be how this podcast starts with chlamydia. <laughs> Are you ready to receive chlamydia? Oh, my God. His voice was perfect, too. Oh, yes.